welcome back to episode two of season three of the Boost Hospitality podcast. This season is all about interviewing people in the hospitality world who are helping other owners with their bookings and how to make more money. My name is Mark Simpson and I am the founder of Boostly. You can find out more about me and what I'm doing by going to boostly.co.uk. Boostly is spelled B-O-O-S-T-L-Y. This episode, I'm going to be interviewing Christopher Chilton. Like Callum in episode one, Chris has grown up in hospitality. He lives in London. Um, he works for his family business with his mum, making sure that their property is one of the best bed and breakfasts in the Wimbledon area. I've known Chris now for a, a few years and we've actually started working together on side projects, which I'm really excited to be able to do more with him in the future. I really wanted to get him on here because he's going to talk about the power of the upsell and why it is so important for a property with limited availability. So limited rooms, a limited availability. He's only got a couple of rooms in his guest house and, you know, without having to knock down extensions and getting more rooms in, he he found out a way of being able to make more money basically from the guests who are coming to stay with him. Uh, it's a really good chat. I'm really looking forward to you to listening and, and finding out all about him. And if you want to reach out to him at any point, go into the Hospitality Community Facebook group. He's a, he's a member in there and he just says, please reach out and send him a message if you've got any questions. Again, if you haven't yet joined the Hospitality Community Facebook group, go to Facebook right now. In that little search bar at the top, type in Hospitality Community, and then you will see our group come up. If you fail to find it, add me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Mr. Mark Simpson. Send me a message, say that you want to get a link to the community, and I'll let you know that straight away. All right, without further ado, let me introduce to you Chris Chilton. My name's Chris, Chris Chilton. Um, I grew up in a bed and breakfast. Uh, my uh, when my parents got divorced when we were younger. My mom started renting out rooms. Went from long term to short term, and then in about 2007, we did a massive upgrade of our property in London, and we uh, went sort of a boutique sort of end of the market for bed and breakfast. Uh, as my uh, uh, my mom used to run a B and B agency, and she saw it was all going that way. We've got to the point now where that sort of uh, the agency's closed down, unfortunately, but you know things change. Airbnb comes through. Um, bed and breakfast in the cities is, is shifted. Um, however, we've we've done a lot more work on adding value to our guests. We offer really uh, really filled out rooms. We give them all the creature comforts. We just introduced Netflix into the property as well now uh, for all televisions. And um, we're just trying to see where we can add value rather than um, either discounting prices or you know just or even trying to change the business model um, because uh, uh, now that everything's about Bookings.com and online bookings. Um, there's very much a different way of guest booking. And I think that's what's the biggest shift has happened is is not that the guests aren't there. They're just they're approaching in a different way. And they've become very quickly very used to a new format. And, and bookings.com, Expedia, they make it incredibly easy to do so. Um, so where I come in, I've always helped out with the family business. I've always been on the front of house as well as a bit of the back end marketing. Where I specialized in was more of the email marketing area, contacting, blogging, um, adding that sort of personal touch to to a hospitality business online as well. Um, I've also done work for a few listing websites. One in particular was a company called Woolsey Lodges. We've gone in there, we've sort of turned it around, and sort of dusted it off a bit, um, rebrought out a brand new website, installed a new form of uh, communication between not only the members but also those who run it, 
uh, as well as being more proactive in approaching the customer base, which is an older customer base. On average, the age is uh, 65 to 75, if not more. And actually, very interesting enough, that demographic still loves that very old-fashioned way of booking. You know, eventually they will they will they will run out. But but there's something to be said about having multiple forms of being able to be contacted and not just thinking, well, I have to go, you know, online and, and only online. That's the only way to get bookings because it's it's not it's not the case. And there's still a huge market out there, especially for older older guests to who who want that sort of more traditional home from home. I mean, don't forget they grew up with Forty Towers. Um, that's the kind of like you know that's the the dinner, the whole the whole experience um, is very much how they see bed and breakfast. And it, it's yeah, it's, it's friends welcoming friends is how they see it. But that's been uh, really interesting, really fun, and, and it's really revealing. It's really uh, interesting to see how email is still a very important part of any communication with any guest, be it through a platform, and how you should really always contact them, get in touch with them as soon as possible, make them feel welcome especially in a time when you don't speak to them now, you know, before you could get them on the telephone, you could have a conversation. Um, you could definitely filter, um, is one way to describe it. But now, now you have no options in many ways if you're, if you're online. Um, so communicating with them through emails and, and showing that you are more than just a, just a property on a website is, is very important. So that's, uh, that's where I've been sort of specializing. I've also written for the luxury bed and breakfast magazine. Um, I ghostwrite for Sally Chilton, who's Sally's notebook. We discuss everything from topics from, you know, review, negative reviews, confidence building, you know, hints and tips of how to add more value with home-baked goodies. Um, it's very difficult for someone to say they don't like something when it's been homemade, just like Christmas presents. <laughs> as long as they're homemade, everyone loves them or they can't argue about them being given to them. So, uh, yeah, so I've really sort of um, come in at hospitality from a very sort of organic way. And um, it's very interesting I think it's one of the most interesting but most underappreciated industries at the moment, especially globally. Um, it, it's There's huge transitions and we've had a huge upsets, but also, also positive change. And the way that the internet works is tools are built for people. They're not built for, for uh, companies anymore. So as much as it, it feels like you're losing out nowadays on bed and breakfast in terms of bookings and commissions and everything, it's never been easier to actually take that back to work on yourself, develop a little bit more and really give your business how you want it to be and, and balancing the books. We've at the moment, we did our assessment, we're about 75% online bookings now, which is doubled from last year. Um, and obviously that's a huge amount and it's just, it's, it's so easy. As soon as you get into the online bookings, they just absolutely start flooding in, especially if you're hitting a nine plus on bookings.com, you really do get pushed and promoted and you get a wider audience much wider audience, very international audience. We found um, we get a lot of interest from either from Asia or from Eastern Europe, uh, all over the world, really, um, which, is, which is nice to see. It's nice to have a variety of guests. So would you say, obviously, you've been on Booking.com, and I assume you're on the other booking sites as well. Obviously, yeah. it has their cons, and you know we've documented them in the past on, uh, on Boostly, and obviously, you'll have written about that as well on the sites that that you write for, but what do you feel are the pros of being on these websites? You've, you've touched on it very briefly with opening to a, an audience that wouldn't necessarily be able to find you, but what do you find are the, are the pros of working with these sites? One of the pros is the bookings just come flooding in. They sort of sort themselves out. Obviously, you have frustrations with, say, you know, some people 
putting bad card details in and you know when it comes to the cancellation period you can't charge it but but i mean we, for instance the other day we, we released our new year um section we sort of held it off for a while and we set prices we set a minimum certain number of days and we said right four days over new year anything from the 28th to the second they have to book all four days and they were booked within an hour all, all, all three rooms were booked and we've had several changes but they just keep filling they keep filling there, there's what's quite interesting is the alerts you get, especially bookings.com. They've got a section where they tell you what key dates people are looking to. And although they suggest, oh, you should drop your prices or you should release the room to one nighter, you don't necessarily have to do that. But it is interesting to, to get that feedback, to understand that, that why things are in demand. And then what we do is I look, well, what events are on? What's going on in London to make that date so popular? So that, I think that's one area. Another aspect, again, the international audience is great. I mean, I, I, you know, from hospitality, the best thing about it is that you don't know who's going to come through the front door. And that's also the scariest thing about it. And, and to have that sort of variety is, is really, it's really nice. And I think the, and the, the more you invest in these platforms, the better clients you get, especially if you're topping the top, the rankings of, of 9.5 plus, you know, those really sort of big markers that you've, you've got a good sort of 20, 30 reviews under your belt. You, you do start to get the clients. And some of them are fantastic. Some of them, have, we've got some really good business travelers through bookies.com recently, actually. And then they've converted into long-term bookers outside of the platform. So we've managed to convert some of the people through us. And, and, and you know, it does, it, it, it does do itself. It, does, it works. It just literally, it works. They do all the marketing. They spend a lot of money on this stuff. And uh, as long as you get all your ducks in a row, it, it can benefit you. So do so, you compensate for the commission rates by having a, a different price offline and online? What we've done is we've set breakfast at a higher rate through the booking platforms. So normally we would we say it's minimum £10 a person for breakfast, but actually when they call us direct, we either give them say, hey, you book direct, we'll give you a free breakfast, or we say, actually, you know, it's only an extra fiver. So we, we do we do little bits like that. We try and sort And what we have done is we have two rates now. We have with breakfast and room only. And my God, most people, a lot of people want room only nowadays. They don't, especially in cities, you know, the amount of cafes there are, the idea of brunch. Breakfast has changed. Like the idea of what breakfast is, is, is very different to people now. So you've got to give that option. Give them a room only price as well as a breakfast price. I like uh, how you've gone about that because obviously you're a bed and breakfast. So, you know, anybody books with you directly, you, you can give that for free. But basically yeah. to, to work around the... The pricing issue, because obviously, if you've got an online price anywhere on your website, you've got to match that on Booking.com because that's part of the T's and C's when you sound. But yeah. they don't go into they don't go into detail about the extras, for example. So by charging ten pound for a breakfast, where you know that could cover the cost of you know fifteen to twenty percent. That covered cost of like ten percent of that twenty percent commission by putting the, the breakfast on, which is clever, a, a good way of working working around that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and what's what's quite interesting is that we do one thing we have started doing is it's we um, we do we just say, hey, look, you know, because you're here, we'll give you a coffee and croissant in the morning. And generally, when they come down to have that, it's not it's not too much more for them to go. Actually, you know what? I'll pay for the cook breakfast on the side as well. So you get that extra money, and you're not going to get charged commission on extras you give them when they're at the property. So that's why the room only price is really, really convenient because um, you can make a little bit of that commission back. Not all of it, but you that's do make a, a really good point. The upsell is something yes. that I'm really, really trying to develop the message for, for, for like people in the community listen to this podcast, any independent, because there's a very true saying out there that 
people are always chasing the new sale, the new book and the new client when really it's a lot easier yeah. to make money out of the people who have already given you money. So many people don't realize that or don't do that. So yeah, just talk about any other upsells or any upsell tactics that you can maybe share with us, please. Well, one upsell, it's more, yeah, it's, it's interesting because there's upsell and there's added value. There's a sort of slightly different. Upsell has definitely got that financial price tied to it. So breakfast is definitely one of our upsells. What we do is we do a returning upsell. So we say to them, hey, I've really, you know, I hope you had a really nice time. You really enjoyed your stay here. Next time you come back, book three nights and we'll give you breakfast free on all the other nights as well. Or, you know, if you come direct, we'll split the commission with you. So it's, you know, bookings charge 15%. We'll split it. We'll give you a 7.5% discount on whatever rate you come back. I mean, one idea I had, which was quite interesting, we haven't quite fully got set up in our house because we're just we're, we're small of a family home but if you had like a proper business one great idea is to collect local products from from the area so say there's like a shop some jams some marmalades all that stuff create like a sales shelf in your kitchen and then say hey check out the local products and you just mark up the prices you just sort of say okay well i've got a wholesale price from this this person this you know you just add a couple of quid and you've got a little shop going on in your b&b as well you just process the payments through yourself and you either buy the products up front or you, you do, a, you know, pay them afterwards. That's what's one idea that I've been playing around with, like, you know, curating a lone little local shop because people like to feel that they're in the local community. They're buying bits, you know, they're getting that little bit of experience. So to finish off, then, could you please just share one bit of advice that you could pass on to any hospitality owner who is listening to this right now that you could recommend that they could do to boost their bookings? You've got to be vocal. You've, you've got to, you know, it, it's not that you have to sort of tell your guests and rant about bookings.com and just like, oh, they're taking all this. Like, you, you can't do that. But you do have to make them aware. You know, you, you've, got to, you've got to be a little bit more like, can you review? Can, you ask them questions. You know, you've got to ask them, you know, pick and choose. But you've got to ask them, hey, can you leave a review on TripAdvisor? Hey, you know, here's my business card. How about you come back? You know, give me a call next time. I can always book off dates and I'll give you a free cancellation charge. Um, you, you've just got to show, uh, you know, it's the fine line between, you know, educating and also, you know, informing, you know what I mean? It's that, it's that real, but you, you have to do it. It's got to come from you. It's got to come, you've got to really sort of, you know, and you've got to, you've got to build that relationship quite quickly, but also sort of give them an incentive of why booking direct, why coming to you is the best, best way. One thing I've done is we stuck a, um, a pop-up box on our, on our website. I know everyone's got a thing about pop-up boxes, but I have 55 new clients never come to stay with us before who've signed up because all I said, hey, before you go, special rates and discounts and deals, sign up here, we'll be in touch. You just send them a little automated email and you're just getting free clients for 40, for, for not, for, it's free, it's free, a mail munch, stick it on your WordPress, set it up, takes literally 10, 15 minutes and you're just getting free clients and email addresses that way as well. And then you just have to, as you know, you've done some great email marketing stuff with MailChimp in the past. And you just got to set up automation and send them maybe once every quarter. That's enough. You know, theme it, make it seasonal. Talk a little bit about what you've been up to and just say, hey, and here's the deal coming up for this month. And it's just a great way of, of really sort of developing those relationships and passing on the information and, and trying to build that direct client base. Because you, you've got to build it. You know, repeat guests should really well we when we were at our peak we we had about 30 40 percent repeat guests and that should be you know if you're going to look at what you where, where your guests are coming from i think a good figure is 20 to 40 percent from online bookings and then the rest of it is either direct or repeat bookings i think that's a good sort of balance yeah because then you've got the fresh coming in but you've also got that familiarity and comfort coming out as well awesome thank you very much for your time 
Uh, oh, before you finish, is there anywhere you want to direct people to? Um, yeah, so you can get hold of me at the moment in the hospitality community, uh, Christopher Chilton. Um, just message me on there. If you've got any questions, I'm more than happy to run through uh, bits and pieces, whether you've got questions about email copy or you're wondering uh, anything that I've said or just need some advice. I'm in there. Talk to me. I'm very happy to give, um, you know, have a chat and see how you're doing and uh, see where I can help. Okay. I hope you enjoyed that. Finally, if you could be so kind before you leave, go to iTunes right now and go leave a review about this podcast. If you leave a five star, I will send you all the virtual hugs possible. It's my goal this year to get this podcast seen, heard by as many hospitality owners as possible. So I need your help. If you could share it, a link on Twitter or Facebook or email or text or whatever, just tell one person about what I'm trying to do here and it would be, it would mean the world. If you want to reach out and ask me any questions, email is mark at boostly.co.uk. And of course, you can come and find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Mr. Mark Simpson. I will be back for season three, episode three next. If you can go find it right now because it's available to download in iTunes.